Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome again. This is Joe and Peter. We are the uh, at the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Glad you're here. Um, a lot of you guys may be listening to the audios, and you may not know that we have a video of this podcast, but if you go to realestateinvestingmastery.com, you can see the audio and the video there. And a lot of the stuff that we're going to be talking about in this podcast series, Brilliant at the Basics, um, we may have some downloads or some things that we give you spreadsheets or checklists, maybe even some contracts. When we're sharing things, um, if we have anything that we need to, 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 to share with you, we'll put that in the show notes, okay? But this is uh, the Brilliant at the Basics series that we're doing for the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. I'm Joe McCall. I'm with Peter Vexelman. And uh, this is the second one that we're doing now. We're going to be talking about just a quick basic introduction to what is wholesaling. And a lot of you guys know this, but some of you may not. Maybe some of you need to get a good refresher on it because this is the majority of how we do our deals. Most of our deals, we get it under contract at a discount and we sell at a higher price. Um, so we're going to dive into what is wholesaling, look at an example deal, and we're going to get Peter's perspective on what it is. But let me just say, first of all, if you go to freebasicbook.com, you're going to get the book that Peter and I wrote called Brilliant at the Basics, where we're going to teach you how to get more leads more time, more money, more freedom by just being brilliant at the basics. So we're breaking this business down into its most basic elemental points, okay? So go to freebasicbook.com. You get this book for free. You just pay shipping and handling. We'll get that out to you in a few days. And it's just jam-packed full of information. Everything that we're doing in this series is, is covered in this book. And it's, uh, it, it won't take you long to read it as well. So, Peter, how you doing? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? Awesome. All right, so... We're going to talk about what wholesaling is, Peter. So would you take a stab at what is, how do you define wholesaling in your business? Well, the, the basic premise of wholesaling, like everything else we talk about, the basics, it's identifying a deal, you know, hopefully at a pretty decent price, locking it up, putting it under contract, and then um, finding a buyer, another investor, that wants that same property, that wants that same deal, and in the process, marking that contract up uh, a number of thousands of dollars. And then when the buyer that you find, in a sense, closes the deal, you're making the spread. So it's getting it low, marketing up higher, and flipping the contract. Yep. Now that's key because you're flipping the contract. Now, sometimes, Peter, um, we'll talk about this maybe more, but are you assigning the contract? Are you double closing? Is it different each time? Yeah, it could go in different directions. You know, mo most of the time that's determined by your back-end buyer, you know, how they're buying it, what, what they're using, and how they're structuring the deal. But the good thing, the good thing is that all the tools are available inside this business to, to, to structure it any way you want. There's plenty of short-term funds out there for a double closing on the assignment of contracts. That's just the paperwork. So it's just a matter of understanding how to structure it correctly, and that's based upon your back-end buyer's determination how they want to buy it. And as long as you got the right paperwork, it's, it's, it's very simple to do. Nice. Okay, good. Now, there's some simple steps involved with wholesaling. Peter, could you just walk through step one, two, and three, how you do it in your business? 
Yeah, well, the, the first key is you want to find a deal. You want to do some, some kind of basic marketing for sellers. You know, you could do direct mail, you could do Craigslist, you know, you could do bandit signs. But you want to find some kind of a seller that's willing to give you some kind of a discount. That the discount literally could be determined many times off Zillow. Go check out what the Zillow numbers are and get yourself, you know, maybe about 25 plus discount off of that. And that's fine. The key is get it tied up. If you got any sense that this is a deal that looks good, get it tied up, get it under contract. And that way, that gives you the ability to control that property. The key to real estate is, is controlling properties. Whoever controls more real estate, you know, in the end, is going to make the most money. Next, you want to expose this to buyers. So how do you do that? Hopefully, you already have a back-end investor database. If you don't, you know, you want to expose it to places where buyers are. And where are buyers? They're on, prop they're on websites like Craigslist. They're on websites like eBay Classifieds. They're, they're all over the RIA, local real estate associations. Go make a flyer, go there. Um, they're in local meetup.com organizations, you know, LinkedIn. So the key is expose this property to as many potential buyers as you can. Uh -huh. um, you know, once you have a buyer interested, the key question I always teach people is find out from that buyer what are the steps they need to close the deal. That's another thing. Every buyer has got their own steps to go to closing the deal. You know, they might have to go look at it. They might have to send a money guy out there. They might have to send a construction guy out there. So you want to find out what are the steps. That way you could always be driving that, the, the, the process forward. Um, you know, people a lot of times say, well, I got a buyer, so everything is great. No, not really. Until you get earnest money in hand, until you get a contract from them in hand, um, it's, 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 it's a free-for-all. So I always say get as many buyers moving forward in this deal as you possibly can. The goal being, once you identify a buyer, is you want to get a contract from them to purchase this property from you. It could be an exact contract that you use to get the property solidified. A lot of buyers have their own contracts, or sometimes it could be just nothing more than an assignment form. But, you know, in the beginning, don't be marking your properties up a ton. Just try to make some money. It's just as important to go through the experience of doing the deal as it is to make the money. So I always say, you know, in the beginning, if you're making three, four, five, ten grand, you know, that's great. So uh, identify the buyer, find out what the steps are to them closing, make sure you're driving those steps forward, have multiple buyers going in the same direction. Once you get a contract in hand and once you get hopefully some kind of a commitment with them, find out the next step is find out from your buyer where they want to close it. Usually they control the closing. And then all you do is you get all the paperwork to that title company or that attorney's office and you just monitor it and make sure everything is being handled by them correctly. And hopefully the next step is uh, you show up at the closing and collect your difference between what you had it under contract for and what you flipped your contract for. Right. Simple. Simple. So you get it at a discount. And what's interesting about the way that we do it is you're not trying to get the biggest discount possible. I mean, if it's close... We're saying just get it under contract because you can always renegotiate it, right? And uh, so the, if if you're $5,000 apart um, or $10,000 apart, but you're still close, just get it under contract. Because number one, you may be able to find a buyer that will pay you another three, five, ten grand more. Or you can go back to the seller and try to renegotiate um, with, if you're within your inspection period, okay? Real simple, but let's... Let's look at an example deal, Peter. Let's say we have a house that's worth a hundred thousand. Um, the repairs twenty-five grand, and the seller owes thirty-five grand. 
So seller calls you up to receive your postcard. It's Zestimate says it's 100. Let's say that's reasonably accurate. 25,000 in repairs and the seller owes 35. What would you offer that seller on that house? Well, the, the key thing that we always teach our negotiators here is you want the seller to make the first step. Okay. So do whatever you can to get some kind of an asking price from the seller. If you absolutely cannot, you always want to start out, you know, you always want to end up um, at a price, but you always want to start out at a much lower price. So if, if the ARV is 100000 and repairs are twenty five, so, you know, you want to usually take uh, about a 25% discount uh, from from the difference between the ARV and the repairs. So, you know, you're at 75, you want to take about 25% off of that. Um, so in a perfect case scenario, an ideal like that, you want to be in it somewhere around 50, you know, maybe, uh, 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 maybe, you know, give or take a little bit there, here or there. The key is what you said. The key is to get it locked up, get control, see some kind of potential. The market will determine whether or not it's a good deal or not. If it's not, you could then renegotiate it at a higher price. Okay. Um, but, but get it locked up, get it under contract. If it's got any kind of potential in there. So, I mean, you're, you're, it doesn't sound like you're making it too complicated. You're, you're just taking the Zestimate value, subtracting repairs, subtracting 25% from that, and that's what you're offering. Are you subtracting your wholesaling fee? Are you looking at uh, contingencies or other costs? Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're really not. That's, that's kind of an upper end where you want to be. On a deal like that, I would start out... I would start out on the low end. I would start out somewhere around their payoff because you're already somewhere along the line. They told you what they owe. There's a reason people tell you what they owe if they told you in this case, because a lot of times that's literally what they went back. So on this deal, I'd probably literally start out at a, in, in, for what they owe at about 35. The key in the negotiations is make the offer and then shut up. Watch so how, how they do you, respond. How do you get the seller to, to come up with the number first? Well, the best way is just ask. You know, what, what, how much do you want for it? Or what would you take for it? Or, you know, the more pushback you get, the more you go into it. Well, you know, give me a number that makes you happy. You know, we usually teach our negotiators to go at it about six ways, six times from the seller before you realize the seller isn't going to give you the price. But the ultimate way, if you get to that sixth try of trying to get a price from the seller and you just can't get anything from them, what you do is you go to a ridiculously low price for no other reason than for them to give you a price. So on a deal like this, I might even say, oh, maybe we're good for twenty thousand. You know, they're like, well, I can't take twenty. Great. What would you take? There you go. So that gives you the ability to get to get some kind of a number out of them. So you're definitely uh, trying to get them to give you the number first. Absolutely. And if they absolutely refuse after six <laughs> tries, throw them a soft pass offer, yeah. which is going to be something low. Yep. Yep. That you know you can feel comfortable with. Good. Yep. Yep. Real simple. All right, so some of the benefits of wholesaling, um, you're looking at average profits, three to 10 grand. I think it's pretty average across the country. Um, Peter, what are, what are some of your average numbers, if you don't mind sharing? What are some of your average profits on your deals in Atlanta area? Yeah, that's, that, I'd say that's right in line. We, you know, we're trying to make no less than about you know, eight to 10,000 per deal. Um, a lot of times that depends on the size of your list, your backend investor database, who you're working with, who your buyers are. You know, you could push those profits easily into tens of thousands. But I think if you're talking about just strictly across the board average, you know, somewhere between five and ten is 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 a good number to work with. 
Some of the other benefits is you can do this business part-time if you want, full-time if you want. Um, you can do it while you have your job. We have a lot of clients that we're working with who have a full-time job. Maybe they don't want to leave it, um, but they're, they're wanting to do, they're wanting to get extra income so they can pay off debts or they can take more vacations, et cetera. You can do this business virtually from anywhere in the world. Um, Peter likes Atlanta for some reason. I don't know why. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Atlanta is a beautiful city. Uh, but I'd prefer to travel, right? So in a in a box. Yeah, I I prefer to uh, I prefer to travel. We we got back from a two and a half month RV trip. In fact, if you go to freebasicbook.com, you'll see one of the videos that we filmed while I was on my trip in in Washington State. Um, but you can do deals virtually from anywhere in the world. I mean, if Peter really wanted to, he could take a week off, and his um, his his business would not slow down a beat. Um, now, you can also, uh, this business, especially when you're wholesaling, eliminates a lot of the typical constraints in real estate. You don't have to use your own money to tie these to buy these properties. You don't have to have perfect credit. Um, and there's uh, you don't even have to have your license to wholesale deals. Very little risk, if any, in this business. You have a property under contract. If you can't buy it, then you don't buy it. You just walk away from it. Um, and you're in and out of these deals really, really quickly. So when you're looking at rehabbing, there's a lot of risk involved. You got to get financing. You've got to deal with the city and the inspectors. You've got um, any, all of the unknowns and the unforeseen things that are behind the walls. Um, you may have problems that you didn't know that were there when you buy it. Then when you finally get it fixed, you've got the buyers that you're worrying about that's, that's really, that are really picky. You've got realtors that you're working with. You've got the buyer's banks that uh, are, are, are always changing the rules. And so um, there's very little risk when you're wholesaling a property. You're in and out. That's why I love it so much. Um, can you think of any other benefits real quick, Peter? Well, look, you hit, you, you hit the main ones. I mean, think about why do people scared to get in this business? You know, money, loss of money. If you understand how to wholesale, you don't have to worry about it. You know, people are scared to get in this business because of mistakes. And guess what? If you buy property and you go into a renovation mode and you make a mistake, that could be very detrimental. Uh, here, you don't have to worry about that. You know, at worst, you back out of a contract. You know, that's why you have due diligence period in here. So this is a very forgiving, not only is it financially lucrative business to be in, structuring things from a wholesale perspective, it also gives you the ability, it's a very forgiving way to set things up. And if you just understand some very basic structuring of paperwork and what paperwork to use, and I do mean it's very basic, you have the ability to, to literally insulate yourself from pretty much anything that can go wrong. Um, so it's, 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 it's a great business to do, like you said, on a part-time. Obviously, we take it to a much higher level at a full-time level. But this is a kind of business that whether you're a brand new beginner, you know, people always say, well, I'm a beginner. What should I start with? You know, you should start with wholesaling because of all the benefits. Well, you know, I've been doing this for, for 20 years and, you know, now I got 50 rentals and now I'm sick and tired and now I got toilets and tenants. And what, what, what's the next step? Wholesaling. You know what I mean? So, so this is really the answer to, to so many things in this business. I, I, people just ask me this. I tell them this is a near perfect way. If you understand the art of wholesaling. You could do it the way you do it, you know, being locked up in a box all over the United States somewhere and, and still be popping deals. Or, you know, you could do it at a very high, high, high level and, uh, and, and, and you're not limited by geography, by time, by money, by knowledge. It's perfect way to set up this business. Exactly. So, guys, again, 
Go to freebasicbook.com, get a copy of this book, freebasicbook.com. There it is. So you just pay shipping and handling, uh, $5.95, I think is what it is. And uh, if you're also, we're, we talked about, if you, we're looking for people right now that want to get this business going full-time. You want to jumpstart your success. Um, you're tired of trying to figure out, well, how do I get this stuff to work in this system? And what marketing do I do? And who do I send it? How do I build my buyers list, et cetera, et cetera? You make your money talking to sellers and making offers, right? All that other stuff is important, but this program that Peter and I are doing is we'll do all of that setup stuff for you. So you just need to worry about actually talking to sellers, making offers. We've got the systems in place. We just take exactly what we're doing in our business and we've duplicated it and are giving it to our partners. So if you want to apply for that kind of a program, I mean, just check it out. There's a, there's a video that we did and, and some detailed description on this website where you can get more information. It's at peterandjoe.com, peterandjoe.com. Join our Inner Circle Mastermind. We do coaching. We, do, we set up your business and run it for you and partner with you on deals if you want. We can even do transactional funding and lend on deals. So there's a lot of opportunities that we're, we're doing this so that we can uh, find other partners that we can do deals with in other parts of the country. Um, so we're really looking to grow and expand this. Peterandjoe.com if you want to apply for that. Or if you just want to take the, the next step and get this book, Brilliant at the Basics, freebasicbook.com. Thanks a lot, Peter. We'll see everybody later. Take care. Bye. Bye.